friend Greg. My friend Greg is hanging out with me. Hello, welcome. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was that was a massive intro, dude. Thank you. I've uh, I've never felt so welcomed anywhere. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> well, that that's oh, that's mainly the first point I want to make to you. I want to make sure that I let you know that you should feel nothing but safe and welcome and free and unjudged and pretty much able to say or do anything you want to do and not feel like not feel like I'm going to shame you for it in any way. Oh, hell hell yeah. Now I'm scared of what you're going to ask me. That usually usually that's followed by like you you're going to do that stuff, but hey, so I, that being, so that that being said, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> with that being, said, brand, so. <laughs> with that being said, what kind, what is the weirdest porno you watch? The weirdest. Hello, porno. LOL. No, I'm kidding. You don't oh, have okay. to answer that. I was, I was just, gonna answer it. I was just kidding. <laughs> but sure. Welcome, Greg. Thank I'm, you. Yeah. I'm thank happy. you for having me, man. I'm happy that, um, you, what's really funny is like you were like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm kind of being flaky, and I'm like, you're totally not being flaky. Oh. I don't know what what flaky is to you, but nah, I don't. I mean, flaky is not saying anything back and and blowing me off completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like to I like to follow through. I don't know. I I think the not to get too weird up front, but I think the the standard for for any industry uh, professionalism wise is should be should be set. Uh, and I think with comedy, a lot of comics don't meet that. And it's sort of a necessity of, of being a creative and being in a creative industry. But yeah. I like to think that my degree of professionalism is at least something that will hopefully make you stand out. <laughs> and it's also just a nice thing to do. I'm a producer, too. Like, I get if someone comes late, I can fuck over the entire show. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I just saw that. Uh, I was uh, looking at your profile, seeing that you were a producer for what's the what's the uh, venue? Oh, Hilarity New York. Please Hilarity follow New York. What's that? Plug, plug, plug. Hilarity, New York. Oh, I'm following it right now. Don't, don't. Oh, hell uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, please. Don't, don't, uh, don't mind me not paying attention to you for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm not that interesting. On the hilarity, the hilarity thing is, uh, is where all the action is. Right. That's where we get the interesting people to come. That's awesome, man. I, yeah, I saw, I, um, I got, I got, uh, familiar with you, introduced to you through Marin's show. Oh, okay. So when I saw, I saw him post something that had you in it, I was like, this guy's probably, uh, you know, what, you know, I, I don't know how young you are into it, but I imagine not, not do, not very seasoned in it. And I kind of no. wanted to like pick your tiny brain a little, not tiny. Oh, brain, yeah, please. I wanted to pick your brain a tiny bit. Yeah. That's again, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I think it's, it's definitely a perspective that, uh, that is, often washed over often honestly because it's usually not very interesting like <laughs> there's there's a million shitty comics and if you were to take every one of them and have them start a podcast they would all talk about the same thing but inevitably some of those guys are going to make it and do interesting things and then when they get to that point it's going to be really interesting to see what they had to say in the past so hopefully hopefully this will be a, a cool archive of something when i am an intern on a some really big <laughs> show in my 40s because that's probably where i'm going to end up but you on know. a political show. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> for the people only listening and not watching along, uh, Greg is also wearing a MAGA hat right now. I am. I, I work at, I work at five guys in times square. It was our, it was our color scheme first. Let it be known. Uh, yeah. And it, it looks exactly like a MAGA. Hat. Like I literally, I'll pull up, I'll pull up to, to open mics and, and everyone will shame me. And I, I, just, <laughs> I will, I'll get, I'll get ripped up. Dude, they do not, they do not like MAGA. I've actually had someone push me, like physically assault me. And then I, you know, I turned around, I was like, dude, what the hell? Why'd you do that? Uh, and then they go, oh, sorry. I just walked away. You can't take that back. You fucking <laughs> you punched me you in know, the arm. You know, we got to like make like political campaign shirts for like somebody who's ridiculous that nobody really wants in the oh, office yeah. <laughs> and make them look like a like a Hooters uniform. Oh, that'd be great. Let's let's yeah. do it. Dude, I take that just to, to get some spare Hooters uniforms around here. I'm running out. All the ones I stole are, are starting to smell. So yeah, dude, I, I need some new ones too. Those things they well, don't. I mean, want you're 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 a, a a pretty small guy. So I mean, you got you got to fill those uniforms up. <laughs> I don't like how you can just assume that by looking at me through a webcam. I'm not. You're correct, but I don't like <laughs> you to make that call. You, you nailed it. But yeah, I don't I don't like that it's that clear. Maybe is the personality. Be honest. Is the personality makes you look like you're smaller than you well, are? Do I, do I come off as small? 
I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because um, maybe it's because I saw a video of you and you were a little skinny guy in the video, just a little tiny skinny guy. That's fair. That's <laughs> not, not a bad source. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. Not, a, not I'm just not a, the webcam video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a huge guy, unfortunately that, uh, yeah, no, I do. My dad was the, cause my whole family's Latin, obviously. Right. And my dad's family were like the tallest people in Spain. And, you know, my, my grandmother talks about being the tallest person in her, in her city and whatever. So his family, they're all, they're all six feet plus, but they, that's like in, in 1950s Spain, you're, you're in the, you're in the Euro league. If you're six over six feet in Spain. So yeah. there's, there's like you talk to the rest of my family in Spain, those, you know, those Latin genes are still in there. And then my mom is Colombian. And then you, you put them together. My brother, my brother's actually six feet. We're all, we're not, we're not like tiny, tiny. I'm, I'm like five, nine. My brother's five, eight. And I'm like, well, brother. I wasn't necessarily talking about a short fella. I was talking about how you're a little oh. skinny guy. You're oh, I outed myself. Oh no. Um, yeah, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I got a good metabolism <laughs> for sure. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I promote as often as possible to um, enjoy that free testosterone while you've got it. Yeah, man. yeah, I know it's it's good, dude. I'm I'm on the I'm not even gonna lie. I'm on the keeps grind too, and I didn't know that the the erection part was like a piece of it. Uh huh. You know what I mean? You know you you know. Is there a keeps grind? You said. Yeah, the the uh, what is it called? Uh, finasteride, the hair keep. Okay. Finasteride. Yeah, I, I was not familiar with that. Yeah, it's so one of the side effects. To it, I could, I fucking, I'm so new to this. So I, I'm gonna piss. I don't know what the average age of your listener is, but I might, I might piss. Oh, I don't off. know. I mean, I don't know anything about them either. So uh, <laughs> we're, Good. We're, right. we're just, we're just throwing arrows into the dark, man. <laughs> Hopefully, someone, someone sticks with it. Um, but yeah, one of the side effects is it like makes it more difficult to get hard or something. So the running, the running joke is. Uh, you take that, you take shit to keep your hair, but then you can't get hard. So you take Viagra to get hard, and then Viagra makes you depressed. So then they all, the company that sells Keeps also sells, or Hims, I think, all, hers are just antidepressants. So the company that sells you the shit to keep your hair that is making you, and then Viagra, which is making you depressed, you then have to go back to them to get shit to not make you depressed. So it's all it's all a cycle. It's all it's all f fuck fuck big pharma. I'll, Why, dude, I'll, I'll what what prompted you to decide to be on that? Does is does like hair loss run in your in your family or something? No, no, no. It's, it's I'm, honestly I I still have, I still got my hair, but um no my my I've always my hairline was going back a bit. Oh, and, you were just paranoid about your hairline going. Well, a little bit, yeah. But everyone, oh. everyone says if you don't. I think I think it's so easy to get inside of that. Like, oh, look how bad, look how far <laughs> back it's going. Yeah, like, exactly. I, everyone knows it's still there. Like, it's. I know. Like, yeah, you, I know. You, it's it's gonna go back a little bit further as you age, but uh, no, it's, dude, you're, it's stuck you're, here forever. I know what you mean. What's that? It's stuck here forever. I don't know what you mean. I'm gonna be beautiful for the rest of my life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 95 years old, looking like I'm 20. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember the the Bill Burr bit when he's like talk about the, he's like, oh, do I look good? And he's like, no, you look weird. Yeah. <laughs> talk about, talk wow. about plastic surgeries. And he's like. Oh, you look, you. He's like, you look like a like a twenty something lizard or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my buddy, my buddy Harold, being fifty eight and looking fifty eight. <laughs> my buddy Harold has a really good bit on it. That's um, I mean, the premise is is that uh, like all old women care about is looking hot, which is so stupid because that's the one thing you can't do. Mm -hmm. I learn to read, <laughs> write a book. There, but you're never going to be hot. I'll tell you that straight up. Go, go, just go to the park and ask a little kid to teach you how to play, how to ride a skateboard. Yes. <laughs> if you can ride a skateboard and you're 58, you're fucking rad. Do an ultra marathon, dude. Apparently, apparently, old people are conquering it. Start running and then be in a commercial in 20 years. <laughs> There's um, oh man, yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 all fuck. I was I was thinking about this. I don't even know if it was for a bit or something. When do you think is the oldest age? When do you think is the age where we can objectively say you're not hot? You know what I mean? Because body positivity, you're all like, oh, everyone's beautiful forever. But 
But I think we could all agree that a 118-year-old woman is fucking gross. Like, no one considers that hot in any way. <laughs> right? Am I crazy? Yeah, it, it, it'd, be, it'd be strange to, get, to, to try to, to gather up information, maybe take a survey. And yeah. like, <laughs> exactly. like, what, is it okay to say that somebody who's not hot anymore because they're old, <laughs> what, what age is it okay for you to say that? We're overcorrecting a little bit in uh, not telling people who like, you know, don't need to look the way they currently look. Okay. I, I should not get an erection if you shit your pants. I like that. There's a line there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think that, I think there's, I think there's there. We, we as a society need to decide where that place is. Um, I just, I just hope I know people that want to look hot that are older than that. Cause then you can, you can empirically be like, no, you're gross. You know, can, can you imagine, like, think about when, when there's like little kids around and then they have boogies hanging out of their nose. And then a parent goes and puts the, puts the <laughs> tissue on their face and like wipes the stuff and then goes blow. <laughs> like imagine an adult just walking around with boogies hanging out of their nose and then be like, no, they look good. Keep it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you do your thing, girl. <laughs> exactly. Wheeling her around wherever. <laughs> she's, got a, she's got a cucked husband who's just <laughs> has to pretend he's into that. <laughs> yeah, man. man She's boogielicious, man. I'm in a boogers, dude. What do you? Yeah, it's totally normal. <laughs> I don't think you're ready. This is my type. <laughs> <laughs> do you do any bits about being on keeps or hymns or any of that? No, not really. I mean, it's not. It's not a. I like to think it's not a defining feature of my life. Um, well, I mean, it wasn't until you brought it up here today. <laughs> No, it's I, I've sort of did kind of, like you always try it out when you start, but uh -huh. um, like my hair isn't bad enough where anyone would care. Well, how long have you been in comedy now? How long? About, about ten months. So I'm I'm still pretty new. I'm sure it'll get worse, and and the bits the bits about my hair. Will, well, <laughs> I think in the I think in the beginning everybody's got they're like everyone's got their joke about uh, the. Penis erection pills. Everyone's oh, yeah. got oh, everyone in the beginning. Everyone's got a joke about. Um, everyone's got a joke about. Uh, oh, I, oh, I'm trying to be a comedian. Everyone goes, oh, tell me a joke. Everybody has a joke. Has those hacky premises are just sort of like almost like when, almost when you're when you're new to playing a video game and you get like the beginners' tools. The oh yeah, beginners' weapons. The beginners' oh, yeah. weapons are. Jokes about erection pills and um, and uh, stuff about oh oh you're a comedian tell me a joke blah blah, blah. like everybody. I, I'm feeling more like a hack than ever because I don't have a joke on either of those that works consistently. Well, you might be I'm, immune. I'm, I'm even bad with the hack material, I guess. You might you might be completely immune to that stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just you know I'm starting from the top. I'll build my way to my for my sixty special. It'll all be erection pill material. <laughs> I I had an erection joke in the beginning, uh, an erection joke, uh, <laughs> erection pill joke. When I first started, I said, uh, I said, uh, there was a commercial for erection pills where they said, if you have an erection for more than four hours, you call your doctor, blah, blah, blah. I mean, lots of people have jokes about that. But I was like, what got me was that they said, if you achieve an erection for more than four hours, and I was like, well, I've had tons of boners in my life. Never did I say it was an achievement. Like, I wouldn't be like, put this on the fridge. I deserve something for this. <laughs> That's a pretty good joke. <laughs> That's original. Yeah, that is, there is something funny about, about using the word achievement. Did they actually use the word achievement in a commercial? Did you add it in for the bit? Yeah, they did actually use they the word achievement in a commercial. That's sick. That is so cool. Put it on the fridge. <laughs> I deserve something for this. A plus. Jesus. Got got a got a D in social studies, and I got a D that's big and hard. <laughs> you guys know you said it would go down. It hasn't. Someone get the clock. 
See, that's where it starts getting hacky. Where you, you oh, yeah. hack. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, dude, it's it, don't worry. I like it. You're you call my doctor. Screw that. I'm calling my friends. Guess yeah. what? <laughs> you're saying, Oh, that's this is my my hacky joke from when I started. That is that honest to God, that that is about probably the caliber of what you hear at a New York City open mic. That's a good fucking joke, man. That's a genuinely I I I laughed. Bro, I've I've gone to a few New York City <laughs> open mics and I expected them to be better. Really? Oh. I expected I expected kind of like I, I maybe I, I shouldn't have had such high expectations. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I was like I kind of expected everyone to kind of be a ninja. Like I expected everyone to be pretty sharp and pretty good. And I thought it would be more like a showcase. No, but, no. But it was very open mic. It was very like yeah. the any kind of any like I go to I go to open mark open mics at the bar here in in yeah, yeah. PA. Like it's just the same kind of it's the same kind of stuff. And I was like, oh man, I thought it would be more. And then I went into this whole chunk that had to do with like some hip hop songs. And I started bringing up these hip hip hop songs. And I was like, is this New York City? And none of you guys know what this song is that I'm talking. I'm quoting Tupac, and it's crickets. You quote him with the N word, dude. What's that? You quote him with the N word. Is that why I didn't? No, no, it? no. I was. <laughs> <laughs> we do hate that we're not we're not big we're not big on i will i don't know i don't know how the comedy scene is out in uh in pennsylvania but in new york city white guys saying the end where that they yeah you get ostracized real quick I, you know what uh i i and I, I i talked about it on this podcast way early in the like in the beginning of when i started it uh and i I'd imagine it was probably i'm thinking it was jack martin i had this uh uh this uh black philly comic jack martin and we both talked about uh, uh, an open mic that had happened 11 years before that where yeah, yeah. an Asian guy said the N-word with a hard R on stage and he was like he was like it wasn't it wasn't me who said it I was quoting another <laughs> guy who said it and everybody was like get out of here nobody wants you up on stage my family a bunch dude <laughs> <Not a, laughs> you know it's funny I, I might uh, we read Huckleberry Finn. This is also, I feel like everyone has their hack premise on this. Oh, but yeah, yeah. We read Huckleberry really Finn in eighth grade. And uh, my friend, it was just, it wasn't even a comment. My friend had this, this hilarious. I was like, is it more or less racist if you made the black kid read aloud the entire book? Or if you made the white kids also say it? <laughs> Which is the better alternative? You know, maybe maybe you just have him be the designated you say that word guy. <laughs> everybody else, everyone else goes, uh, la, 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 la. and then they have like a then the the teacher has like a, a hand signal that she gives to to this guy who's sitting in the back. It's your turn. It's your turn. You say that word. No one else can. <laughs> or, yeah. One day, he's like, "Well, I guess we could all say it, guys. He's not here. <laughs> Lock the doors." Time for your real education, kids. <laughs> Some shit you're gonna use out there. Oh yeah, man. Uh, oh yeah, but uh, sorry about about New York City open mics. I'm not being better. Yeah, it's they're definitely. Again, this is just my impression. I've gotten. A, I went to. I did one in in Baltimore, and I did pretty well right off the bat. Mm -hmm. uh, my impression is in New York City. Everyone, everyone also just as a prerequisite, everyone living in New York City is just incredibly depressed all the time. So you definitely have that energy in an open mic where no one is giving anyone the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. and no one really cares about anyone else. And maybe that's true in other places, but it seems a little less so. Like everyone's friendlier. And even in doing shit in Jersey, like everyone already knows each other. So you're kind of listening to your friends and rooting for them. A lot of people are drinking and that doesn't really happen at New York City open mics. Mm. Uh, here it's very, very like stern, prove it to me, blah, 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 blah. Um, which is which is like incredibly depressing for sure, especially mm. coming from anywhere else. Being a comic and doing comedy is already so depressing. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I've made this joke on stage maybe once or twice. Sure. Uh, but you remember you remember um, <clears throat> in in any movie growing up where there was a bully and then like some kid 
was like, we got to stand up to this bully. And he gathers all his friends around and they go and they go, hey, man, you can't talk to us like that anymore. I'm going to stop you. And then the bully says, yeah, you and what army? Me and these guys. And then you turn around and nobody's there. Oh. That's how I feel when I'm on stage bombing. Really? <laughs> like that that exact feeling when you're like, you and what army? Me and these guys. Yeah, fellas. Right? Come on, help me out here. Right. Oh, dude, if you're, I'm not even gonna lie. I like you. If you're bombing on stage, I'm letting you die. I, I'm so, I'm so might makes right when it comes to, I, I it's also, I, because I think it's because I had, like last night, I ate my own cock at a bar in Harlem. And did, I tried did, to did you get applause up. for that. What's up? Did you get applause for that? No, You're I wish, dude. <laughs> <Were you dead? laughs> Honestly, if I did that straight up, it would have been better. But I had some, some, there was, a, there was someone in my school, like the first person in my school came out as, as trans. It was a New York City public school. So I'm like, oh, okay, this will be some relatable stuff for, uh, for, you know, an, an, an audience in New York City. And the punchline, or one of the punchlines, essentially the point of it was like ninth graders, like, we, we all love you. But what the fuck is trans? We have no word in ninth grade. We have no concept of what this is. And that just premise, it was like a minute and 10 second story, zero laughter, just all confusion. It was it was even worse because the story itself was kind of engaging. So you felt the whole room locked in on you. And you're like, all right, I got to deliver some kind of punchline with this. Everything I did tanked. It all, it all, it all, it all fucking bombed. Um, but what killed it for me was one of my comics on the side went wah wah like that, which we've all done, I'm, and it's funny. But just let me fucking let me die up there. It's bro, fine. Bro, Run into city. The the and and I'll apply this even in regular everyday life. If you bumps or wah wah oh. me, it is the worst heckle, and I automatically go, "You don't get me, and we're oh, not friends." Man. But it's, that's fucking funny, though. As, a, as an asshole heckle, that's actually hilarious. It's like, but <laughs> if you benumps me or if you if you uh, want wah me, like, don't ever, don't ever expect me to invite you to anything ever again. <laughs> you're off the pod. <laughs> I, I, you're, you're not, you're not going to be interviewed on my podcast. You're not going to get any of this free press. You can't have any free lunch. Get out of my, get out of my face. Get out like of my life. <laughs> You're never getting booked on anything. I'm on it. Right. <laughs> we've all thought that for sure. We've all we've all been on stage and are like, you'll regret fucking. <laughs> you'll regret. You'll regret that sneer you gave me at the end of my set or whatever. Some whatever horseshit penny thing. I, what it, I was at an open mic that was like in a basement of a bar in Philly, and uh, and it got. It was like quiet right before this guy was like about to hit his punchline. And then a can of Febreze rolled from the back of the room all the way down to the stage and just like landed right on the comic's feet. <laughs> right. He wasn't on stage. He was just sitting at the front of yeah, the yeah. basement. And he was like, that's perhaps the weirdest heckle I've ever received. <laughs> like, Your joke really stinks. Here's some Febreze. That's fucking funny. That's an expensive heckle too. That's like seven bucks to fuck with someone. That's fun. That that is that at least is creative. I will. I will. I will give. Well, I think. I think it was an accident. I don't think anyone oh, actually yeah. threw the Febreze at him. Here you go. Your jokes stink. Take some. Febreze. If it was, that is that is a stroke of genius for sure. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Whatever the whatever the the, the jingle for Febreze is. Oh, I don't even know, dude. I, I'm so I'm so inundated with stream services. I don't I don't even I don't know anything about commercial. It sucks. That's such a generational thing. I don't know shit. Um what's what's your what's your top streamed stuff? Top stream stuff. Uh <laughs> my number two is uh is probably is is for sure Netflix. I'm mostly I'm mostly YouTube, but I, I have premium, so I haven't seen any an ad in like I, other than other than sports but even then i tune out i, I write shit or I, I call someone or whatever um yeah i just I, I i haven't seen an ad in forever youtube premium it's 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 great <laughs> so tell me more about tell me more about um the the um the perceived entitlement of the gen z and how you receive that Oh, um, do you mean in terms of comedy or, or just in general? Well, 
how it comes to comedy and then when it comes to comedy writing and mm. like how it will get received. Interesting. Um, I think in terms of comedy, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many facets. I think most of the shit that Gen Z gets is pretty well-deserved, but I also don't necessarily think in broad strokes were that mm. different. Like every generation of comics has 50 million people who are whatever, you know, mediocre. And they're all like, why the fuck am I not getting club spots? That guy's getting club spots. And when it comes to Gen Z, it's the same. And I think the stereotype is, oh, well, Gen Zers don't want to work for it. I don't think that's true. Um, I think there are bad comics in every generation who didn't want to work for it. And they're still around. And they're still not working for it. And they're still <laughs> every 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 older generation <laughs> says every brand new generation is entitled to shit. Oh yeah, of you, course. You're you're the people who are talking and calling Gen Z people entitled. Yeah, think about how entitled you were called. They were all entitled. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I will. I honestly, you know what? I'll, I'll fucking I'll I'll switch around. I think I think Gen Zers. Um, are less entitled in the sense that now one of in order to get into a lot of places one of the the prerequisites a lot of the time even even if it's unsaid or maybe it just helps you a lot is to have some form of online following and that's a whole separate career that you really have to do like a lot of the, a lot of the guys in the city I'll, I'll shout them out they don't give a fuck about me but like like wolfgang hunter and 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 tommy bayer and uh and my friend momo like these are all guys who who uh, are great are great comics obviously but now they have to put effort into making skits and everyone sort of always did that but mm -hmm. for them now it's a sustainable form of, of income and, and popularity mm -hmm. and that is what's getting them interviewed to do spots at clubs or whatever but i will also say obviously the, you know you have a limited amount of time and they're putting so much time into these skits it becomes hard to keep doing stand-up it's just it, like you only have so many hours in the day and you only have so many jokes you can write Especially if you want to make these skits as, as good as possible. So I don't know. I think I think in that sense, we are I just by necessity, we're a little less entitled in that hyper specific facet. Myself, I was doing sketches before I ever did stand-up. I would say sure. that I think that um like I'd always have to I'd always have to think of what would work as a sketch and what would work as a comedy, like a on stage thing after I became like doing stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if I think of ideas, I go, Oh, do I make that a sketch or is that something I do on stage? And uh, why was I so limited? I was so, I'd be like, Oh, well, that one has to absolutely go to that and not go to anything else. Like, Interesting. like it's, it's so, it's so <laughs> funny to think about it now and be like, I could have made a joke out of that. I could yeah. have, you know, like huh. not everybody, not everybody who's seeing me do stand up is has also seen my YouTube channel, has also has also decided they've been following me for a long time. Really Don't nice to get this racial joke out in front of no actual minorities and just the <laughs> camera. How can I find a medium where where that I could I could pull it off and people could see it? Yeah, I, we've all we've all been. Of course. That that might be that might be the key to getting a viral thing. It's just uh, <laughs> just 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 be a open mic or gone too far. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I you know what's funny though about New York is is there aren't too many of those actually relative to what I've seen in other places. Too many of what? Too many like open micers, too edgy for you. That that sort of shit. Like, that doesn't really happen that much here. Just because it's such an unfriendly scene that if you suck and are kind of an edgelord, like, it's going to it's gonna be miserable for you. Well, I always hate you. <laughs> You're going to get killed. Like, no one's going to – yeah, it's it, – no one's, no one's having fun in the first place. Living in New York City already – sucks and you already are so broke because everything's so expensive oh, yeah, for sure <laughs> so trying to make it as a comic you maybe don't want to be too edgy and then blacklist yourself oh yeah of course and also again the reality is demographically in new york city you're gonna have an audience of like one third brooklyn girls or whatever fucking blue hair cliche you want to call up but that's just that's just demographically who's gonna come to a lot of these shows and 
as someone who books a show, you don't want to walk a third of the crowd. You just don't. <laughs> um, so it becomes it becomes hard to work that shit in. I will. That's that's also one of the things that I'm excited about doing the road for. And every time I play Jersey or, or play Pennsylvania, that's where it's more fun. Is you can really let shit rip. And usually people are along for the ride, which is yeah, it's great. That's so much fun. I love that shit. That's so cool, man. That's it's it's cool to hear you be like you don't want to walk the room and like you saying stuff that like took other people like me a long time yeah. to even know what that even meant when I oh. was in comedy. <laughs> don't worry, I find it out the hard way. People let me know what walking the room meant. I uh... <laughs> hey, you see how everyone got up and left when you tell that joke? Yeah, yeah. that's what walking the room is. <laughs> Stop walking the room. Oh, it happened twice in a row. It's probably when everyone leaves when I get on stage. I thought everybody just had to all go to the bathroom at once. I didn't know if they were <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's that's why they called me a shit comic. That was the worst joke I've ever made in my entire fucking life. I thought about it too. I didn't even was like... it, maybe maybe it was a piss poor joke. <laughs> I'm sorry to devolve your podcast, but I'm sure it was a it was a respectable respectable platform before I got here. Uh, you know, probably. Yeah, probably. You walk the you've walked the pod. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm in it. <laughs> so, uh, I think I don't know for sure, but I think uh, have you done a lot of uh interviews have you been on a lot of podcasts have you no this is like the first podcast i've ever done i've done i've done a, i did a radio show in june of last year and okay. that's it and yeah. that's it okay. I, I, I don't have any time i've because i do school i do five guys and then obviously stand up so no i, have, I haven't really nah i'm i'm i'm, I'm blue <laughs> so so let's pretend you get interviewed all the time yeah yeah you get you get interviewed constantly. People are always asking you questions. Of course they are. What's what's one question that you've never been asked that you've always wanted to be asked? One question I've never been asked. I've wanted to be asked. Um, I don't. Know, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, how did you become such an amazing comic, and how could I be like you? I would say that's probably. That's probably the first question that I would like people to ask me often. That's a uh, tough one to answer, isn't it? Usually after shows, yeah. And I would, if I would, I'd probably spit on them mm -hmm. a little bit. You know, I'd rub it in, and I'd say some people are just born with it, and that they would, their eyes would glow a little bit, and they would just accept the fact that they're mediocre. But the fact they they got to be around me for a period of time that like made their life, you know. So I just, I, I want that. I want that every night um uh preferably in a different city and with cameras around as dude as you're a heel you're a heel yeah no i'm a piece of i mean yeah i'm in the i'm in a a maga a maga a borderline <laughs> maga hat and am a comedy nepotism baby so yeah. i've you already accepted that everyone's gonna hate me and i i think i'm gonna embrace it i'm gonna whatever i, I imagine most people are just gonna be jealous right off the bat <laughs> like and not not even not even give you a chance and that's gonna suck I mean, oh, but the, but I mean, I don't give a fuck about people who are are, are living in jealousy like that. People no, who are people have actually been really cool to me, honestly, by and large. Um, no, I, I think also like, I mean, maybe it works this way. I don't know, but you can't like I can't walk to stand up New York and just get a club spot or wherever. Yeah, maybe I could do that once, but I'd suck, and then they'd right. never put me like, there. Again. You have to, you have to get good first. Yeah, of course, and right. I, I mean, and I, the only way to do that really is is what you're doing by yeah. doing what you're doing now. Yeah, exactly, is open mic and bar shows and whatever the hell, yeah, um, like any any spot available really. And you do that enough, if you're decent, you'll start doing pretty well. And then if you start doing well enough, then you know most people most people are at least somewhat somewhat respect what you're doing i will say though like i haven't i haven't done anything now is actually like in the last month and a half two months or when i'm starting to get opportunities that i would say people that are just as good as me aren't necessarily getting and it's not that extreme and they're not to a level to where i don't think these people can get them but it's pretty clear that i'm the one that's being favored for a lot of those things 
Um, and I think that's when it will start annoying people. But again, like right now, all I'm doing is independently produced shows and stuff. And we're all on independently produced shows. That's not anything. There's else. there's a line that I took from an Eminem song, and I used to do it in heel promos. Mm -hmm. And I'd say, the difference between you and me is, you think there's no difference between you and me. And there absolutely <laughs> is. <laughs> that's a good heel promo. <laughs> that's a good. Uh, that's a good line. <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, be, being a heel is like one of the funnest things you can do. Uh, but, oh, yeah. but uh, Marin, Marin was also a worker back in the day, and he said, uh, I think he said once, uh, as a comic, you you shouldn't really try to be a heel because you want the people yeah, to like you. Yeah, I'm I'm totally kidding. I would. I'm also oh, no, me either. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. Again, I guess you met me now, but I'm not a. I'm a pretty nice guy. Uh, I would be. I'd be a pretty shit heel if I tried. I'm not. I'm not very mean. Unfortunately, I wish I was. That'd be nice. You know what? That's what. I, that's what I think. What prevented me from doing wanting to do the roast battles for so long? Oh like, yeah. That I'm. I don't think I'm mean enough for it. Oh, but yeah. I, could be, I could be a heel. I can do. I could be a bad guy wrestler, but I can't be. Uh, well, that's fun because heel is. You're just. I mean. I'm not a big wrestling guy, if I'm honest, but it right. just seems like you're so cartoonishly evil that I don't want to say no one takes it seriously, but they know that you're kind of playing a character. I'd imagine, right? Well, I mean, some people, I mean, there's got to be an amount of suspending your disbelief. All right, fair I, enough. And I would have to say, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm sure since you're not a wrestling person, you don't know yeah, yeah. The, what kayfabe is. I have no uh, idea. Kayfabe is supposed to be like the the word, like you keep in character, and and you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, It's kind of like oh, almost nice. like it's the nice. word. The word means kind of like um like a magician's secrets. Right, right, right. No, it's, it's like that for wrestlers, as far yeah, as like yeah, protecting yeah. the work of the business. For sure, which has got to be psychologically awful. What's that? That's got to be psychologically so terrible that you always have to be. Either because there really, there really are only like heroes and heels, right? Yeah, but like it's got to be awful to if you're an asshole to have to be that all the time. Well, you see, the 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 gimmick, the I'm sorry, the the professional wrestling business has changed a lot, and kayfabe has died a long time ago. Okay, cool. So that's it's not really something that we do anymore. Okay, cool. But cool. It, it's it's I I want to in some points in some parts keep a level of it alive so that the believability of who I am and what I'm doing out there uh, translates. So oh, people yeah. can go like, okay, I want to come back here next month to watch that guy lose. I want to come back here <laughs> next show and mm -hmm. tell that guy, boo, you suck. You know what? Yeah. Nobody gets to boo somebody in any, in anywhere in life and tell them they suck. Besides at a wrestling show. Besides wrestling that. Yeah. That, no, I, I get the appeal for that for sure. That is, yeah, and no, I, I get like I, I completely understand why people love watching heels and why heels love playing heels. And again, you're you're eliciting a very strong human emotion that, yeah, like you said, can't really be drawn out anywhere else, mm -hmm. except except other, you know, crazy fictional pieces of pieces of fiction. But those are also not, uh, those are also not live, right? And, yeah, and 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 emotions are just. You know, you experience things more when you're live. Like a play, the best play ever is better than the best movie ever. Stand up live is way funnier than stand not live. Music live is more insane. So yeah, I'd imagine that that sort of focused hatred has got to be so interesting to play around with. That that yeah, I'm jealous of that for sure. That's so interesting to me. Well, don't don't be jealous of me, sir. Yeah, exactly. I got a couple years. I can I can do wrestling. You, you can you can you could be everything you want to be. Yeah, you can see everything I am and be jealous of it. You can go ahead and be what it is you're gonna be. You know what? I was gonna actually abandon my entire life and start wrestling, but there now you that you told me I can actually do what I want instead mm -hmm. of just striving to be you all the time, mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm gonna actually do com. I think I'm gonna stick with comedy now. I think I'm not gonna ditch it. I have I have a dad bod too. I don't know if anyone wants to see me wrestle. I have like I have like used to play sports in high school titties. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Me wrestling would not. No one wants to see that. It would just be like I'm not. I'm not out of shape enough where it'd be weird. But it'd look like I put in. I look like I put in effort, but just not enough. You know, which is just sad. That's the worst of both worlds. 
You know what? The 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 clear line to define what a dad bod is and what <laughs> it isn't is is a quite quite a thin and strange line, right? Like, um. You go on Instagram, there is tons of influencers. There's tons of people who are in sick shape and oh, like yeah. they like make a living off of posting pictures of their body. Mm-hmm. And and it's like I'm a I'm a I'm also uh somebody who spends a lot of time in the gym and I'm also somebody who like takes my shirt off and I do that all the time. That's yeah, like right. my that's part of what my my job is and my my purpose is part yeah, of that. But then someone will look at me and since I don't look like every uh, fitness influencer on Instagram that they're used to like scrolling through and seeing, yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll be like, oh, look at you and your dad bod. Like, don't you dare. Yeah, no, don't yeah. you <laughs> dare. You know what a fucking dad bod is, buddy. No, you. I can tell from here you're, you're in pretty good shape. I don't, I don't think. Someone say, if someone says you have a dad bod, they are an asshole and probably jealous. I'll, I'll go as far as to say that. Well, I, 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 someone who said it to me was trying to say it in a good way. They were like, oh, I love a dad bod. Look at you guys. And I was like, yeah, what you're saying to me doesn't make any sense. I suck my dick, dude. Say that one again. Suck my dick, dude. I'm supposed to be hot. Dad bod. Fuck <laughs> <Love> you. <sighs> the, the only difference between you and me is you think there's no difference between you and me. Yeah, exactly. I go to the gym, fucker. That's the difference. I'm not going and watching this event eating Fritos. <laughs> it does. It does. I did. I will say, like, it, I, I do. Part of me, because I have a lot of friends that are really interested in wrestling. Part of me wishes that I, um, I did at least get into it a bit to sort of understand the fanaticism at least at least just have an understanding does that make any sense i just want to i want to know the intricacies of of dude greg how old are you i'm 25 years old are you are you expiring i got my i already got my i have i have my like three interests and that's my limit I, I can't I can't learn or know yeah, any yeah, more yeah. things. I, I can barely keep what I have going on right now. I haven't watched an NBA game in like two years. And I still <laughs> pretend that I'm an NBA fan. I can't do it. I, I don't have time. I don't. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll play the I'll play the WWE game sometimes. Those are fun. <laughs> I wish when I was younger I learned about things about pro wrestling. When you were younger, what how how young yeah, I have I I had the, the time back then. I know you always say that in retrospect. But at least now I feel like I'm working towards something. Whereas I didn't fucking, I didn't, for all of high school, I didn't, I didn't do shit. Well, I think what, what we can do as, uh, as, <laughs> as, um, oh, I hate saying this, but as content creators, yes, of course. we can turn wrestling for you into some sort of like content where you could go, hey, watch along with a non wrestling fan uh, as they, watch these acclaimed matches. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while is like, try to introduce somebody new to wrestling Wrest- I think we, we did that with um, Matt Marin and Chris Crespo a bunch of years ago. Like we, we is, Matt a, like- is, Matt a, is Matt a heel. If you don't mind me asking, is he a heel? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know him when he was in the business. Got it. Okay. I, I didn't really, I didn't know him, like, cause he was in the, uh, he was in the New York scene. I was in the Philly scene and uh, we didn't cross paths. Fair enough. Um, And uh, I guess that he, I guess he, I don't really know the, the amount of time he was in it, but I know he was in it like in 2008. Okay. And uh, he's the sweetest guy. I was going to (laughs) say he's the nicest dude. I I didn't, I didn't, but you know, uh, here's a, here's a little known or a little unknown, non, I don't know how known this fact is. Uh, Matt Marin and myself, we both had the same brain surgery. We're both wrestling comedians Jeez. who had the same brain surgery. Oh my god, you guys seem like you're gonna go on like a mass shooting again. <laughs> That's a horrific. <laughs> <mix up. laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm scared of you guys now. <laughs> I, I don't understand how mass shooting came out of your head. On how- <laughs> Honestly, you got it with comedian and brain surgery. That the wrestling thing. The only reason I said the wrestling thing is maybe the potential for concussion. That's it. CTE. That's it. That's the oh, CTE thing. is yeah. That it's very valid. I that's guess. the only the comedian that had. If you told me you were a comedian that had brain surgery, I was already there. That that already took me over the line. 
But the wrestling thing is like, well, he's he's getting booed sometimes and might have CT. <laughs> so I can't make it better. <laughs> well, I think um I'll see if I can understand try to try to articulate this in a way that makes some sense. So, like, you know, like how comedy is an art form, sure. right? And you you kind of structure it in a way where you know that this 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 joke's gonna get this amount of laughs, and this story's gonna even them out a little bit more, and then they're gonna pop up a little bit more with this laugh, and then you're gonna then you're gonna pop them up a little bit more, and you're gonna take them on like an emotional journey. Yeah, yeah, of course. And pro wrestling's the same. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, it's it's the same except for uh, instead of instead of getting a laugh for something, if I do get a, if I do get booed for something, like I I welcome that boo. It's not like it's not like if somebody were to then boo me, I'd like lose my shit. Right. <laughs> you asked. <her. laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm after. Hell yeah! You're giving me. You're giving me the itch to the scratch, you know, the scratch to the itch. Right, kind right. Of thing. No, I totally, that makes complete sense. Yeah. And like I said, you're just eliciting a strong emotion. People. That is, that is something that, um, an interesting advantage that wrestling probably has over comedy is I think you can just access at least initially a wider spectrum of, of emotional catharsis. Cause I mean, you can have people boo you. You could have people cheer for you. You could have people horrified that you're hurt or whatever. You could also, I'd imagine you could be funny in the ring. Like I've seen some of those moves. Some of them are, there's some goofy moments just for the sake of it sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that again, I, I totally, I totally see the appeal of that for sure. Well, you know, the, I would have to say the, um, the, the, the benefits of comedy over wrestling would be, um, I get to keep all my clothes on. Yeah, that's and, good. that's good. That's a, that's a plus. That's a major plus. That's, good. that's big. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't have to wear tights on stage. That's nice. Oh, you can though. You can. Uh, oh, I, 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 perhaps I could. I've never. Oh, I've never. You could do it. I've never considered it. <laughs> Not even <laughs> once. Everyone's like, "Oh, do you wear your wrestling gear on stage?" No, no. I don't, not not at all. I'm not a I'm not a wrestler when I'm up there. I'm a comedian when I'm up there. It's totally different. Just <laughs> start doing this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm doing Hulk Hogan poses. You <laughs> start posing. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not how it goes. But uh, yeah, also no one punches me when I'm on stage. That's a good nice. thing. That's I, good. I, yeah, I prefer to not get punched. And and you know if somebody boos me, I, it's it's it's. It's a different. It's a different thing, you know. If a, if somebody boos me in the ring, I wanted that. If somebody boos me on stage doing comedy, I didn't want that. I don't think I've ever been booed by a majority of the crowd. I've had. Well, I've told a joke. Heckle. I'm talking. I mean, I mean, a heckle and a boo are that's kind true. Of, kind of the same. Yeah. I don't know if I've even had a crowd completely turn on me heckle wise. I've I've had I've definitely bombed. But I don't think I've ever had it turn. I don't know. I want to. I I think that would be so interesting. I want to. I want to get there. Are you one of those guys who has like uh, lines prepared for if a heckler comes at you? No, not at all. I think I just wing it honestly at this point, which usually has gone okay. But <laughs> I'm sure I'm no. I'm I don't know. I'm I'm definitely gonna meet my. That's, I'm definitely going to get there probably in the next two days. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not in front of a tell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, please. <laughs> I've been so mean. <laughs> I've, I've been saying this thing, man. And, um, I, and w what's really important to me is um, me, me having this, uh, this platform. It's called Evolving with Corey Castle. Sure, because sure, sure. You're watching me grow from when I started this thing. I started this thing in 2017. And I'm gonna continue doing it till I'm not alive anymore. And this, yeah, if like, if like, you you lose me, any of the people who have been on the show can hear me on the record, uh, kind of like if I'm not here anymore, if I pass or something, you sure. can come back and hear me say like, how excited I am to to know you, and like now we can kind of we can kind of be friends, and I want to extend to you how much I would be happy to be a resource for you in any way. If you ever feel like 
you you need some you know you need to talk about something or if you want to like work on some jokes or something and you think i could help you in any way please don't ever hesitate to call me dude yeah thank you man and like i said i'm i'm in um I'm in Pennsylvania twice a week. So I'd love, I'd love to totally yeah, meet up and hang around there. Cause I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm usually booked in New York uh, those days, but mm-hmm. I want to, I want to try to stay up there a bit just to, just to try to, to see some things. I don't know. I want, I'd love to, I'd love to do, I love to do a, a even like bar shows up there. Hell yeah. That sounds yeah. great. Cool. Cool. Um, so with that being said, um, sure. I'm going to give you the opportunity to on the record, uh, ask me anything or, yes. or, or tell me anything that may be on your mind that you want to, that you want to think of like an impression maybe that you've got because we confession, we don't know each other until right now. This is the longest conversation we've ever had, but I'm excited that this is the first conversation we've ever had and we can check back up in a year sure. and we can be like, see where we've evolved from there to now. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. Do I have anything for you? Um, oh God, how uh, how long have you been doing comedy? Because you you speak like a veteran. I I have been probably I've been do I've been doing um I've been doing open mics, dude. I'm not I don't I don't even like really all the way say like I'm a professional comedian. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of course. I, I've I've been paid to do comedy maybe seven times. Hey, I beat and, you. Uh, what's that? I beat you. I beat you. <laughs> There's a contest that yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I bring, I bring the number up. Probably at like 11, something like that. So, uh, sorry. I, I definitely have no idea. I was just <laughs> pulling a small number out of my head. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I started doing open mics in 2008, probably. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, that's probably where... I think probably early on in like 2008 or something was where I went and I met a lot of like Philly comics who are like moved on to like kind of be something or do something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, that's, you know, probably all, all came from back then. But uh, I, I didn't pursue comedy because I pursued pro wrestling for so long. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like, of course. I, I like would fall off of doing open mics for, you know, years at a time or for like sure. I'd, I'd go months and months before i jump on stage i don't think i've been on stage at this point since like september or something it's been a while oh, yeah. since, I, yeah, since i've makes... been on stage but uh you know i'm oh, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt sorry i didn't mean to interrupt um yeah if you work a job and you are pursuing anything creatively that makes complete sense yeah i mean there's just not there's just not enough hours in the day yeah i mean i'm 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 trying to uh you know i just started this new job and uh you know, I'm I'm doing I'm trying to do episodes of the podcast and oh, um, yeah. I'm uh, and I'm wrestling. So it's it's, it's just a, a, a pile up of things and like bombing at an open mic isn't the top of the list for me. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do that after this. I got a I got a spot near Times Square and then I, I got a yeah, I'm going to go tank at an open mic. <laughs> do, do you know do you know what would be ideal for me? If if somebody drove me around all the time, I am like getting to mics is such a pain in my dick. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that the getting to and getting back from any like comedy thing is like one of my biggest problems. For sure, it's like two hours out of your day, easy. Yeah, the travel hours where you're getting nothing done. Right. And feel unproductive for sure. And I can't write on the train or even in the car or wherever. Yeah. Right. I totally, that makes complete sense. Yeah. It's like, and dude, driving anywhere, even, even wrestling events, so like getting booked. If like they book me and the shows are like, like recently I've been doing shows that are in Delaware all the time. Hey, so I have to drive to Delaware. And like, that's like the least, <laughs> That's like my least favorite thing, especially all by myself. Oh, yeah. It always is, too. Because you can't be like, hey, do you want to come watch me do the act you've seen me do before? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, no one wants to do that. Yeah, it's, it's isolating for sure. I, I totally understand. Yeah. And I think that's also you, you hear all these these rope comics talk about how um, they're isolated on the road. 
Um, and we hear that and we're like, dude, what the fuck? Are you? You're at a, you're at a club every night. So you're meet, you're drinking, you're meeting people, but that's three hours out of a two day road trip. Really? The, the, the funny part about it is, uh, you, you, you kind of struggle on inside of the, uh, the ego part of it. For sure. Because when you're in that room and you're doing comedy yeah. and people like showed up to watch you do yeah. comedy and they know who you are. For sure. Uh, your ego's going nuts while you're yeah. there. Yeah. And then you get then you get paid and you go across the street to the pizza place and none of those people oh, know who the fuck you are. Yes. And they don't For give a sure. shit. Yeah. I, I've again going back to college, I've realized that now. It's in the open mic scene now. Like I'm friendly with everyone. I like to think to some extent. People at least respect me to a degree as a right. comic. Obviously, you know, varies depending on the person. But I know that that to a point, some people do. Yeah, and then you you I fucking go to school, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just wants <laughs> to talk to me. I'm not special. And that's right. good. I think that's a. I think that especially for for an industry like wrestling, I'd imagine you just want to be as big of a character as possible all the time. That seems well, you'd, like, think, you'd think it's it's funny like. Uh... <laughs> That's another thing. The same, the same yeah. thing with comedy and wrestling was like, you know, you go, you go to a show, you go to a show, everybody's taking your picture, everybody's talking oh, yeah. to you, everybody's, everybody's asking you to sign stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you go home and you walk through the mall, not a goddamn person knows oh, who you okay. are. Oh, not, okay. Like you go into the store, no, you're just some dude who's in the yeah, store. Fucking honestly, good. Like, yeah. Who the hell are we to be like? Why are you not paying attention right now? We're not. Why? Why do I deserve? If my validation comes from the fact that I'm making you laugh and I haven't done that yet, or maybe I just wasn't that memorable, then who the who the fuck cares if you don't pay attention? Like I'm just another guy. You don't know that I could do this, or maybe you don't care, and you probably don't, and should. Good, you shouldn't. Who cares? Everybody's living their own life. They don't exactly. They don't need to. Um, they don't need to hold your ladder up. Hold your own ladder up. Damn it. Yeah, exactly. We're we all have our own horseshit to worry about. Even today, like I work at fucking Five Guys, and I'll have comic friends who um, I, I'll have comic friends who are like, oh, dude, ditch work to whatever to to <laughs> report a podcast or something in the middle of the day. No, I have shit to do. I don't care. Do. You- <laughs> Do do you prefer to get the the Cajun fries at Five Guys? Oh, yeah. Cajun slap. I'll put that on. I'll put that on record. Yeah. Or, or do you away from this Cajun Cajun fries slap hard? Or do you get like Cajun fries every once in a while? No, no I don't. I don't. I usually don't eat fries because they're they're bad for you. Not uh, even so. a, not even occasionally. No. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> some real wrestling comedy over here, huh? <laughs> If you were to be really physical with it, if you could uh, <laughs> pose no. it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm, all I'm doing is showing you my armpit. Look, I put <laughs> I put the shirt on five minutes ago. I think you maybe watched me put the shirt on, and I'm already <laughs> sweating. This or was it uh, wrestling? What's up? You go to the gym before this, or was it wrestling? No, I was I was I was at my day job, dude. Oh, nice, right? <laughs> Are you? What do you do for your day job? I I I'm. Uh, I'm not gonna. I don't really want to talk no, no, about yeah. too much into detail about it. I'll tell you what it is, but I'm not. I don't really want to jump into a whole lot of details about it. But I just, uh, I am training right now to be a family counselor at a cemetery. I'm so, not gonna ask further. That's all you need to tell me. That's that's, that's no. what that's what I've been doing for the know, last every the last month. You you beat the shit out of people after they ask how they're relative. You say it could always be worse. And they're like, why? And you break their legs and you're like, there you go. See, <laughs> see, now grandma's dead and you can't walk. <laughs> life is life could always go downhill. I forget what happened in this movie, but this is a movie um, in the nineties uh, with Damon Wayans was the star of it. Okay. It called major pain. And he was like this drill sergeant for children. <laughs> and, and at some point at the movie, at some point in the movie, a kid was crying like he broke his nose or something. Like he was bleeding from his nose. And he was like, let me see your hand. And the kid like put his hand up and David Wayne broke his finger and was like, ah, your nose doesn't hurt anymore, does it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would do that do that at the cemetery. Oh, your dad's dead? Leg broke. 
Yeah. <laughs> Worried about that now, aren't you? See that you can fix. Daddy, he's not. He's he's done. Daddy, <laughs> daddy's daddy's run his race. <laughs> I have like this this weird. I have this weird uh, relationship with with uh, funerals and stuff. Okay. Not, not 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 the kind of funerals that I have to attend as part of my job now. But I, I'm yeah. saying like as as like um as like a somebody I know's funeral if I have to go to it. Um, I have this weird part of like you know like where there's always like that line of people like family members who are at the at the casket and yeah. you have to like walk up and you have to like shake all their hand and you have to yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sorry for your loss shit. Very awkward. I yeah. I I. I I am, I'm such a, I'm not a subscriber to the, like, say the things you have to say when you have to say them. Like, I don't say like, congratulations to people. I don't say like, happy birthday to people. I don't, like, I'm not, I don't feel like I have, I don't want to feel like I'm being fake. I don't want to be fake. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'll always like walk up to those lines and I'll say like, how's it going? Like, and I have a smile on my face. I'm like, Clearly not good. My brother's in a box right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, sorry, I, I don't know. That? How's the day job? Come on. Hey, hi. How's it going? Hey, so now the sun's the sun's up. Glass half full. Let's hey, good to meet you. High five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is. What, but I think I think people honestly appreciate that because the other shit feels fake. Mm-hmm. Like when they say when people say, um, yeah, like you said, just tell the people you love the things you want to tell them now mm-hmm. like it's it's hard to intro and this is also the cynical comic part of me but it's hard to sincerely introduce a lot of those concepts without making it sound forced like if one of my friends is like hey man like i love you it depends on the friend depends on the context but if i just if I, if I did my show tonight and then one of my buddies came up to me after the show and said that i'd probably be like dude what the fuck what are you dying strongly <laughs> 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 I think for the most part, man, I, 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 I do that to my friends a lot, but I don't, um, I, I, I want to make sure it feels as real as possible. Yeah, 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 of course. Like, I'm, not, I'm not a fucking sociopath, but like most of the time, like if I, if I just have somebody in my thoughts and I'm thinking about them a lot, I can't ignore that. I'll have okay. to like make sure I message them or call them and say, Hey man, I'm thinking about you a lot. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't really know what that, why that is, but like, here's all my light and love that you must have. <laughs> You've got to have it. You're a better person than me. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> we're not in the competition, Greg. I guess not. But if we were, you'd be winning. <laughs> Hypothetically, you, I, we're. It's weird that I invented this competition and I'm losing. I, you'd think. You would think. I would you're really. You're really putting the pathetic and hypothetic. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, the minimum wage job helps. Really. Uh. Really puts everything into shitty perspective. Puts me. <laughs> what's the minimum wage in New York? It's not bad. It's it's fifteen an hour, and and honestly, I make tips too, so it's it's more like seventeen ish. But I have to pay for school too, so that is where all my money is going. Pretty everything much everything costs so much. Yeah, everything is insane. But I get a free burger every day, and that that is nice. yes, that is nice. That is that is. Do you nice. do you ever get double patties on your burgers oh, at yeah. Five Guys? They don't let you, but. Uh, hopefully they don't watch this. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully they're not watching this. Yeah, they don't care. But all yeah, all yeah. five of them. Yes, <laughs> all the guys. <laughs> I um, I do have to get going in like three minutes. If that's yeah, I no, um, a timetable on this. All right. So, um, just a few more quick things, and then I'll send oh, you yeah. off into the sunset with a hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> so, um, I I have this this bit that we do on the show. Uh, okay. that I call it audio time travel. Sure. Okay. So imagine this, because this is outliving us, this is going to, this is going to continue on. This now exists in the records timestamped mm-hmm. right now. Oh yeah. The next words you say, you're giving a message to whoever, whoever loves you the most 20 years from now. So maybe you could be talking to your mom. You could be talking to your future kids. You could be talking to your future wife. Uh, what message are you saying to them directly to inspire them uh, for for what is whatever lies in their future as a timestamp for who you are right now? Uh, wow, that's a lot. Um, yeah, I'll say I'll say work hard at what you want to do because a lot of people don't, uh, and if you do that, it'll pr- also be white that that that's helpful do that be white 
and work hard and uh, know people. Yeah, that that then you'll then you'll make it. I love you, child. What's the first kid's name? Jackson. Love you, Jackson. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm probably probably worse at this than wrestlers. <laughs> okay, last thing. This is how we wrap it up. Sure. So hypothetically, on my end, I'm going to throw a hypothetical at you. Mm -hmm. I, I've gifted you this show hypothetically. Ooh. This has been your pilot episode, the first episode of your new podcast, Evolving with Greg Giraldo Jr. Sure. sure. Uh, in the very first episode, uh, you're going to um, kind of like a Jerry Springer's final thought. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know who Jerry Springer is. Do you know what that even is? Yeah, yeah. Do you? I, I know I know who he is, but I don't know what final thought would be. Oh, he used to he used to do this like he used to do this thing at the end of a show where he would like give the best takeaways. Oh, okay. And, and, and like inspire you to be a better version of yourself tomorrow. Okay. In however however you wanna however you wanna tie this into a nice pretty little bow and and send people off happy. What would you say to those folks? To those folks, um yeah, what would I say to those folks? Um, it's uh, it's tough out there. So when you find a time when you're happy, don't take it for granted. Just under understand that that this happiness is finite, but you only got it because of all the tough times. I sound really fucking depressed. I swear to God, I'm not. <laughs> it, sounds, it doesn't sound like a depressed person to me, dude. <laughs> I have a pretty great life. But um, yeah, you know, work hard. Be good. Uh, drink water. You know, <laughs> a lot of these hard lessons that we all have to learn. These hands ain't scarred for nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, uh, do you do any impressions at all? No, I wish I, I got nothing. I All right. Well, the way the 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 actual wrap up normally is if I I usually say uh, if you have any kind of impressions <laughs> in your best impression you would uh, say uh, the 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 tagline how we end every show say be fun have safe keep evolving. I'll wing it. I'll do it as Kermit the Frog. I've never done a Kermit the Frog in my entire life. Yes! I'll wing first it. First ever. It. You're, you're seeing it here. Yeah. You're seeing it and hearing it first for the first time. When I, when I become the next Muppet voice, this is you can time step this. This yes. is it. This is the start of my career. Wait, what's the what is it? It's uh Be fun, have safe, keep evolving. Me fun, have safe. Oh my god, that was awful. We gotta Here. talk to those Henson folks. That's kind of hard. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's my that's my Kermit the Frog. Uh, I don't think I don't think I got a future. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you certainly have a future in many things. Oh, uh, being you. the voice of Kermit might maybe not it. Yeah, no, it's probably not in the cards for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody listening, if this is the first time you're checking out Evolving with Corey Castle and you've spent the currency of your of your effort and your time on listening to me this far, uh Please go back and check out old episodes. Follow me on the Instagrams and, and, the, and the TikToks and the, all those things. And follow Greg. And, you know, keep on checking out the show. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Spotify. Make sure you, you comment. If you exist, let me know you exist. <laughs> it sometimes feels like I'm screaming into a tunnel. <laughs> so, you know, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to others. Tell the people that you love that you love them. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Eh.